Hey everyone, Robert Kress here, Root Pharmacist from Root Pharmacist Radio. Thank you for tuning in again. As you know, you can always find me socially on Instagram at Root Pharmacist and Facebook at Root Pharmacist. So I'm in the midst of putting together um, kind of a, a free special report video for y'all that is essentially titled The Seven Roots to Health and Wellbeing. These are kind of the seven roots, I guess you could say, that I've uh, incorporated in my life and my practice over the years. And it's funny when you start to, and I share them with my clients, uh, it's things that I look to incorporate every day in almost a ritualistic sense. And in doing so, it, it, it's kind of funny when you start to write it out, you know, like I'll speak it and I'll educate people on it. But when I write it out, it goes a bit deeper. So I was looking at this and with other things I'm reading right now, things that I've been rehashing for many, many years ago, it's kind of funny how things in life become, you know, come full circle. I just kind of have this, this, this thing, this ball of like true self, as well as how that relates to relationships with others, consciousness, the absolute necessity of being present, as well as personal change, how they all kind of flow together in a weird special kind of way. So that's essentially what this podcast is today about. We're going to be talking about our true self, how we relate with others, the personal change that might be involved, consciousness, and being present. So let me just first touch into the root self, true self, I guess, as you would. Um, Basically, it comes down to love, happiness, and overall well-being because, you know, a lot of people might just spend their life going through the paces, doing what they're supposed to do. Maybe concede into others, maybe fall into a marriage, which they just, you know, obviously there's gives and takes and everything, but they just haven't been themselves for many, many years or if ever. Right. Um, and then finding that is the thing that brings in these feelings of hope and love and who you really are and excitement and motivation. Don Miguel Rez, you know, the author of the four agreements, he basically said, our biggest fear is taking the risk to be alive and express what we really are, which says a ton, doesn't it? Richard Rohr, a Franciscan priest, has said something to the effect of each one of us fabricates a false self based on external notions, such as our career, our financial status, our physical appearance. Um, and, you know, that the false self exists partly to help us survive in the real world. Because if you think about it, what are our two things we need to do here in this world? You know, the, the two core things are essentially survival and create. Right. Um, so, you know, I guess you could say it's been kind of an armor that we have created to protect ourselves from the challenges and, you know, help us navigate through what often can be, you know, a not so easy or maybe even a harsh world. Thus, we really need to have a goal of continual connection to the self, um, although such external notions as well as the attached emotions to them like anger, jealousy, hate, um, which are all fueled by this false self, create a thick layer of suffering that blocks us from our true self. So we suffer when we feel out of control, when there is chaos or loss of control. That's the disconnection. This is why people try to escape through distractions. It could be just something like TV, background noise, addictions, drugs, food, a sense of self of ego-based likes, dislikes, conflicts with others, everything. So connection to our root or true self, we feel at peace when we're connected, safe, loved, cared for. 
life kind of flows easier. When we're connected, we know who we are, how life is supposed to be. There is this state of awareness. And, and, and here's the key thing, and I heard this from Deepak. It's not a mood of feeling or sensation. It's an awareness. It's a knowing where we're at. It's probably one could say it's essentially grace, right? It's that knowing. So I then started reading or rereading some work from Eckhart Tolle. And one thing he said is, if you're fortunate enough to find someone who is intensely conscious, if you can be with them and join them in the state of presence, that can be helpful and will accelerate things. So then we bring to presence and consciousness, which I mentioned that before. Um, you know, a lot of us, we get stuck in our minds. We get stuck in worries and fears and things that are irrational. We're not being present. Our mind or our ego takes the wheel and drives us off the edge. So quite simply, what we can do is just find that presence. And probably the one of the best ways I personally believe is through senses. You know, a lot of people will say, you know, meditation, 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 which I absolutely believe is a good thing. But really, what is meditation? Meditation is presence. Meditation is some don't like this word, some like this word, mindfulness. Um, meditation is being aware as you are at the given time. It's basically not falling into a timeline. It's not being a victim of time. If someone was to meditate, say, I do my 20 minutes in the morning and you know, maybe and in even 20 minutes in the evening, well, how great is that? Well, then my question is going to be, what do we do between that time? How do we connect the dots? And that's why I think just the idea of presence makes so much more sense, or as Eckhart would have said, being in the now. Because that's how we connect the dots. That's how we are where we are. So we're essentially in a state of meditation through our given day. It's natural. So whatever you're doing, if you're walking, recognize the senses. What do your what does your feet feel like? What does what are you hearing? What are you smelling? Um, if you're washing your hands, if you're washing the dishes, just be there, be present doing what you're doing. Um, you can have a catchphrase or a word if you find you're going off course. Just say now. Help reel yourself back into that place. So I kind of touched about that. I kind of talked, touched about uh, fortunate enough to find someone who's intensely conscious with you to be present with you. You know, this could be a loved one. This could be a spouse. This could be a friend. This could be a family member. This could be your community of folk, your support structure. Um, because, you know, what do they say? We are the culmination of the f our five closest people. Uh, so that would be a good thing to have people that are of that step for you. So then when we look at this and say if we are not that way, well, we might need to be looking at some personal change, bringing that into a, a case. And, you know, some other work from Deepak, he was to say there are three levels of personal change, what we believe, what we say, and what we do. So let's look at belief. Belief is not based on the stresses of the day, the worries, the fears, the the blaming, um, the he said, she said. It's based on a vision that inspires and uplifts us. The most powerful belief is trust. And if you can trust that love, peace, truth, intelligence, creativity, and inner growth are always there for you, you can create a truly inspiring spiritual vision. So that's belief. Second one is going to be what we say. This is communication. Words shape the relationships that we have. 
are the relationships to ourselves, the words we say to ourselves, relationships to others. By constantly staying in touch with the other person, our goal should be to consciously communicate with the other person. So what do I mean by this? Well, you know, it's often when we have a head full of worry and fear and stuff, it's like it overflows through our mouth. I'm certainly guilty of this. And we just spout off stuff unnecessarily. It's almost like the wet, less words, the more powerful, the more impact we can make. People will get lost in that too much. So we should pause before we speak and ask ourselves, is this true what I'm about to say? Is it kind and is it necessary? There's a lot of over stuff flying around out there. And it, if anything, it's going to lead to that disconnection with others or even with yourself. If you've got too many words floating around in your head, your ego's taking control, that is disconnecting you from your true self. If you're around a loved one, a spouse, a friend, and you're just that person that just keeps talking incessantly with not a point, that could be disconnection as well. So what was the third point? The third point is what we do. So let's call this action. This is taking full responsibility for our actions and consciously considering how they impact the other person. So, you know, once again, I think we're all guilty of all of this stuff. Um, so it's a nice reminder. The decisions we're about to make, and I say the other person, but I want you to think yourself. So when you're about to – every decision matters. Every decision counts. So when you're about to make a decision on an action or Let's go back to it, words we say and stuff. Think about, is this empowering you or is this disempowering you? Is this empowering the other person or is this disempowering the other person? Is this going to get you closer to your goal? Those are the questions that should be said before we decide to do what we do. Because think about it. We might decide to do something that's very good for someone else, but it's not good for us. Maybe we have to use that time that we're given up to work on our own stuff right? Plus, if you're doing something for that other person, maybe it's something that we should let them do for themselves uh, that would empower themselves. So in the end, you know, consciousness must be self-fulfilling. It must lead spontaneously to what Buddha has referred to as right thought, right speech, and right action. And I like this. I like this a lot. I like saying right, because right is not necessarily choosing good over bad, but instead it comes from the level of our true self. What is the right thing to do for me right now without the intention of hurting someone else? Because that is going to send ripples and waves to other people, and it's going to allow them to do the same for themselves. So I hope that makes sense. Kind of went in a different direction today. I kind of went, I guess, a bit, of course. You could say, um, but you know, it just really came down to how we operate our days, how we operate our lives, how we're operating on our own self. Because honestly, if you're in a relationship with yourself, you're trying to better yourself, you're trying to bring more into your world. You got to dial this stuff in. You you got to get to the point where the ego is not taking control. We got to be present. If this is you're in a relationship with someone else or you're looking to be, well, you want to come to the table absolutely as healthy as you can. And when I say health with all this, this is obviously in mind. This is in body. This is in spirit. So, 
you know, I thank you for listening to, as I said, I, I kind of went off course. And if you listen to this, I appreciate it. I hope it made some sense. Um, always love to hear from y'all. You could find me at rootpharmacist at gmail.com or functionalpharmacy at gmail.com. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful day and continue to do so. And uh, yeah, shoot me, shoot me a message. Let me know any other things you'd like to hear and hope you enjoyed this episode. Rob Crest, Root Pharmacist from Root Pharmacist Radio. Have a great day.